Hey y'all, this is Angelina and this is Jennifer and you're listening to the Student Hacks Podcast. Before we start our episode today, we would like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the country we are meeting on today. And we would like to pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. This episode, we'll be visiting one of our old friends, Curtis, who you might remember from our Arriving in Sydney episode. This episode is a continuation of our conversation where we cover topics like productivity, work-life balance, and what to do when to unwind. Yeah, we thought it would be a great time right now to revisit this conversation since a lot of us are nearing final season and exams right now. So we thought revisiting these topics would be a great reminder for us at this moment. I guess we can jump right in. How do you find kind of... Um, yeah, kind of balancing everything and, you know, navigating living Work on a... life balance. Yeah, ah. living and as a student. Yeah. Work, yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. Work, work <laughs> life balance, I mean... It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. So I, I pin it down to three things. Prioritization, mm-hmm. commitment, and discipline. Mm. Prioritization, commitment, and discipline. One you got to prioritize because you know if you do not prioritize something will will, will go wrong either you have a problem academically Mm. or you are going to be stressed because you don't have enough social sort of life no no kind of entertainment nothing to sort of relax you Mm -hmm. or your bills are not going to get paid which is also another major headache. So I try my best to prioritize my time to really be disciplined and be committed to whatever I do. So I take the academic calendar very seriously. I try my best to make sure I have noted down all the assignment due dates, um, exams dates, try my best to start each assignment two weeks ahead of time, plan the time very well, make good use of the time, the times that I don't have lectures. So luckily for me, uh, the, my lectures are just two days out of the five working days. Oh, okay. So it means that I have three days to sort of be able to do some work. So I also plan the work or I commit myself to work, which will not take all my time, but also give me a little bit of time to study. Yeah. You know, So it's about the prioritization, and being committed and being disciplined. It's so easy to say, but the practicality is that it's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's difficult. I mean, yeah. I, I, it's very difficult. Sometimes you may even plan and uh, get to it and you don't feel like it. Mm. But I guess you just try again. Mm. And you take so probably each day or each week, week by week or day by day. Because mm. planning monthly and stuff doesn't work for me. I, I I planned weekly. Yeah. You know, I sort of plan my 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 myself weekly. So every week that is okay, Monday, this is how I'm gonna go about my studying, Tuesday, this is what I'm gonna do, Wednesday, this is what I'm gonna do, then do blocking, time blocking. Okay, yeah. so between eight to ten or sorry, eight to five, I'll be at work. Okay. From five to maybe seven, I'll be eating or preparing my meal, maybe eight to 10 p.m., maybe I'll do some two-hour study. Maybe 10 p.m. to uh, 11 p.m., I'll just watch a movie. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because 
if you don't do that also you can't keep your sanity mm, true yeah. true there's too much to there's think too about much to think too about much so to do. just to relax me before i go to bed yeah so i try my best to do time blocking and sort of plan each day each week and move by that yeah prioritization commitment discipline and that's how i managed to survive wow yeah oh inspirational yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good system though so you kind of block it out yeah. and map out what you think or how long you think it will take there's you. no surprises yeah, yeah it's I like oh it's not due yeah. today or whatever <laughs> so the reason why I, I even talked about assignments in particular is that um there was a time that uh, one assignment, I was like, I looked at the assignment, oh, this assignment, oh, I can handle this assignment. Oh, no, easy peasy. <laughs> then, then <laughs> I didn't do this assignment. Two days before the wow. due date, I decided to, oh, goodness. <laughs> I've had those. You had those? Uh, oh, every student familiar. had that. <laughs> I had sleepless nights, mm. just <laughs> typing away. <laughs> <laughs> After that, I said, no, never again. No, 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 no. See, no. that's inspirational. Well, at least you, you learned your lesson. <laughs> yeah, you learned from it. <laughs> I said, never again. <laughs> so, luckily, you know, we have Canvas. Mm. You all use Canvas. Yeah, yeah. You know, Canvas will publish the assignments, the details of the assignments and yeah. all that. So I'm able to look at the assignment two weeks ahead of time, plan the skeleton down, mm. even start every day putting something, putting something, putting something. So by the time it's getting the due, they don't have to do it, just filling in the blanks. That's mm. so good. In the blanks. You should try it. Yeah. It will save you a lot of headache. Because <laughs> <laughs> the other one I did, it didn't really help me at all. Yeah. <laughs> two nights without sleep. Oh. It was terrible. Oh. And to top it all, I didn't do well too. Mm. Oh. All oh, that stress. <laughs> yeah. <Trauma>. For nothing. <laughs> For nothing. <laughs> oh, we know it all too well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but those are really good tips. Yeah, it really. And is. just, yeah, in terms of work life balance, so that you know that you have a little bit of time to relax or yeah. wind down. Um, and I like how you did it weekly instead of monthly. I think yeah. that's where I'm falling short. Because yeah. I look at it monthly, I'm like, oh, yeah, are you are you it you be sort of confounded. I mean, it's, it's sometimes if you do a monthly thing, it doesn't look so practical. Mm. So I try to do weekly. Mm. I mean, so every probably every Sunday, I just sit down. Okay, I have a lecture on Thursday and Friday. Monday, what will I do? Okay, there's this assignment do. Okay, I'll put it at this time, work at this time, then block, do time blocking. Yeah. Really, the time blocking is really what helps me. So I can commit certain hours to studying yeah. every day. Yeah. And then a certain hour or hours also to relaxing or doing something non-academic mm. or non-work. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I get a little bit lethargic if it's all about work, studying, work, studying. Yeah. I yeah. become so lethargic, uh, sort of, I, I don't feel alive. Yeah. So <laughs> I try to. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah, I try to put in some entertainment, some hanging out with friends somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I like movies, so. Oh, movie, do you have any recommendations? <laughs> yeah, I'm an action movies person, so I Ooh, mean, uh, we we do anything, <laughs> any movie, any movie. We love movies when we're avoiding an assignment. Any movie. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, okay, maybe try John Wick, the new one that has come out. I mean, full action movie. Oh, I want to see that ah. one, the fourth one, right? Yeah, yeah. I've watched all three. I just need to watch the last Whoa, one. Whoa, okay, okay. Try that one too. Yeah. Maybe that was, that, that was cool. <laughs> you mentioned about doing your assignments and how you time block so you can be on top of your assignments. Do you have any specific services that you might have used of UTSs that helped with that process of like assignments? And how was the assignment process in general like would it be different from what you did when you were in ghana okay so um for my course the assignments are usually um reports okay so three thousand word reports uh thousand five hundred word reports <laughs> basically that's basically my course yeah. and um referencing mm. so when i when i when i when i enrolled i noticed referencing was a challenge for me mm. So I decided to check where I can get help. And I got help with UTS Library. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, UTS Library has been phenomenal in terms of really helping me get on top of referencing. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if you are not careful to, if you don't get referencing right, you may be foul of plagiarism. Mm. Mm. You, you get it? Yeah. Especially when you are writing 3,000 words, yeah. say reports, <laughs> and you are picking from this article and that article or and that article and paraphrasing and yeah. all that. You need to really get <laughs> get it right else, you know, because when you put it in 10, 18, you may get read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, and so UTS, UTS, UTS library for referencing. And then the structure of the essays. Mm-hmm. So some of them are reports, some are essays, um, um, some are technical re- reports, some are, so I also wanted to really get the formats right. Mm. So I contacted UTS Helps. Mm. And UTS Helps was also very, very good in helping me understand the differences, how to go about essay writing, how to go about a report writing. Mm and how to structure it, the introduction, the body, the conclusions, the, if you are to write an abstract art, you should, should go about it, mm. and, and, and all that, how the sentence flow should be like, and how you should arrange them, and all that. UTS helps. Perfect. Mm. In fact, they are so good that they have even model samples mm. yeah. of reports and essays for each department. Yeah. So for faculty of health, you can go you find rep- model samples of reports and essays that you can go through and say, oh, okay, that, that's, that's how we go about it. Yeah. So that's also very good. And also, I've used UTS Health. That's for the flu shots. Oh, oh, right, yeah. Yeah, UTS Health. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can book your flu shot with them. Very easy. You come to campus, you just go there when it's time. You just oh, that's get so good, shot. actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I think those three are probably... Yeah, UTS Health yeah. is. I didn't know they did flu shots. That that's actually really good because I don't think international students can access many oh, yeah. care, can uh, they? Yeah, for well, for international students, you have to have a health insurance as, mm. as part of the visa mm. requirements. Yeah, yeah, right. So every international student, I presume, mm. because yeah. it was mandatory for me, mm-hmm. so every international student has a health insurance, student health insurance. Yeah. So yeah. for the period that you are studying, yeah. it's, it's part of your visa requirement. So. Yeah. Yeah. Not so but good. it's really handy yeah. to just have it on campus. Yeah. yeah. Come yeah. into a class and then yeah, also yeah, get yeah. your flu shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah go for a flu shot. Yeah. Even not only flu shot, when you are not well, you can also book your appointment with them and then 
Yeah, oh, right. wow. Have you done that before? Well, no, I've not. I've not yeah. had an occasion to. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's good that you have yeah, it. Yeah. But I noticed that my only threat is the flu. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I just get it done. Yep. Yeah. And yep. since I don't have any health issues then, so. Yep. Good. 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 Yeah. Good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and is that in? Is that in the special building twenty that we just learned? Oh about? no no. <laughs> <laughs> One behind the, the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the graduate school of health is in building twenty. When I say building twenty, people are like, oh. no, that UTS health is not in building twenty. It's actually in um, the main building one, right? Oh, okay, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah okay, okay. Yeah, it's okay. another one. I need yeah. to explore that building. I've only been on the ground level, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> We're just passing through. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people just pass through four, <laughs> the level four, to the library or something, and that is it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Or maybe to go to the Great Hall for an event or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of sort of, you know how you're talking about the UTS events that they put on? So the specific Oceania and Africa. African events. Yeah, um, and also the library events. Um, how did you find sort of networking or networking in Sydney? Do you have any tips on that? Okay. So my course also facilitates uh, what you call industrial placements or industrial attachments. Mm-hmm. So as part of the course structure, you have to work with, do a project with industry for two, one, one, one session, one industry, another session with another industry. So that takes care of the professional networking, sort of. So I worked with AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca, the famous... The- the COVID, uh, vaccine COVID vaccine manufacturers, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a manufacturing facility at North, right? Oh. So I worked with them last session, no, last two sessions. Then just last session or the, just this nearly end this, uh, ended session, I worked with uh, pharmacies. Mm-hmm. So that's to do some projects. So that also takes care of sort of the professional networking and then the social networking, the school events and all that. But what I've noticed about networking is that sometimes people just meet and then they try and take so many names and so many numbers and so many connections and 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 they, they feel that that is networking. I believe that, and then reach out to those people who they've taken their numbers or their contacts when they need something from them. Mm-hmm. I feel that is not really an effective way of networking. It's 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 sort of like okay. Uh, I only reach out to you when when I need you. When I, when yeah. I need you yeah. or something of that sort. Yeah. So what I what I tend to do is that I group the networks I make into professional networks and then social networks. And the professional networks, apart from picking their contact details, I sort of maintain a constant flow of communication, yeah. especially through LinkedIn. So you can notice that most of your professional networks are on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. They post certain articles. They belong to, they, 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 they share certain stuff. And you try and engage, consistently engage, read stuff, engage them on these platforms. Also sometimes send a casual hello yeah. and those kind of stuff. So it's not like a relationship where Okay, now I think I I want to get to this industry. I noticed that this person I took his number two years ago, 
or connected with two years ago it seems to have some partnership here with these groups so now you are now reaching out yeah. <laughs> you know it, it really that looks a little bit of weird for me so i think being able to follow through and maintain it so it, it ought to be few but of good quality mm. yeah ought to be few but of good quality and then you, you also can't have so many social connections. I mean, so as I said, feel good quality, then you follow through, maintain that constant relationship, communication sort of thing. That, that, that I believe, helps. Quality over quantity. Quality yeah. over quantity. It's like quantity a friendship. Networking yeah. is such a cold term. Yeah. You yeah. make friends. Yeah, yeah. Net, I like that. It's, it's so cold. It's like... So I I try not to see it as more like networking. Let's build a certain of set of relationship, friendship, something yeah. Yeah. where I can even in the normal course of my work, the I notice oh I'm struggling with this, understanding some concept. I can reach out to somebody in the industry and say, Oh, have you come, come ever come across this issue before? Yeah. How did you manage it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that I feel is always better than having all these plenty yeah, yeah then i agree yeah. yeah instead of like having people be like a numbers on a list yeah. And yeah. yeah oh that's really great yeah we really want to know what your your favorite things about sydney are so do you have or just favorite things that you like to do hmm my course turned out to be extremely demanding pair that also with um working because of course the bills ought to be paid so I really have not had time to explore Sydney that well. Of course, with the exception of the usual places like the, uh, the theatre and opera, you know, those kind of things. And also the um, vivid Sydney. And So as of now, my favourite place in Sydney is the university, really. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite place to be, is the university, really. Mm. And restaurants. Restaurants, so... Of course, I would. I'll, since I'm out of my country, I would have. I, I, I wanted to see whether there are restaurants that cater to sort of African dishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I visited a few African restaurants, and I noticed that um, most of these, most of the restaurants, sort of um, serve Northern African dishes because I guess a lot of Northern Africans are here, Egyptians, and there are more, and then those that serve West African dishes too are dominated by the the largest country in West Africa, Nigeria. Mm. So um, I've not really settled on a sort of my favorite restaurant. Mm. On the contrary, I cook. So I have picked. I've become a chef. I've picked up cooking as a hobby. <laughs> so Good I hobby. cook. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I cook most of my meals that I buy food outside. But I only buy food outside when I cannot help it. Mm. When, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm so busy mm. and I say that I, I, I can't have time really to get home to eat or something of that sort. Yeah. Then I have to buy food. Yeah. yeah. So I also try to stick with the, what I know. I'm not that adventurous with food, you know. Mm. So I stick with rice dishes because you can never go wrong with rice dishes. Great. <laughs> Great <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I said rice dishes. And I like the... Indian rice dishes, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the biryanis. Hey, and the <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, the biryanis and stuff. That those are really the kind of dishes I I, I kind of stick to. Oh. Have you been to Harris Park, Little India, by any chance? Yeah, I passed through. I oh. passed through. I passed you should through. try some of the restaurants. Uh, I, I, so what I want to do now is that now that my course is done, I now want to explore. Mm. Yeah. So a lot of people say I should visit the Blue Mountains. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so that, that is that area I'll go to. Um, I also want to at least visit one other major city in, in Australia before. So I want to go to Melbourne, mm-hmm. obviously. So I'd, I will try my best to also visit Melbourne and visit other places. I mean, get to know the country mm. better now, now that I'm a little free. Yeah. Oh, when you buy your specific ingredients for your dishes yeah that's right which we didn't talk about aldi yeah we didn't talk about aldi (laughs) or coles but um i guess i guess they're called convenience stores right yeah Yeah. convenience stores do you have like specific locations like suburbs like people could go and buy like a specific ingredient from yeah yeah (laughs) that's a good one so um for most international students it's all about your budget you know yeah Yeah. so try to find out where I can get my ingredients for my cooking. Mm-hmm. I looked at Coles, I looked at uh, Woolworths, I looked at Aldi, and I noticed Aldi is fantastic. The prices are so good. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> whether you also noticed that. So I uh, actually, Woolworths, I'm priced out of Woolworths. So I, Aldi is my go-to place. Mm-hmm. Aldi is my go-to place. Unfortunately, there are things get finished so fast. Probably a lot of people too have figured it out that they are very cheap stuff. So Aldi is my go-to place for almost all my ingredients that I need. Of course, there are specific spices, African spices that you can get at Aldi or you can get at Coles or you can get at Woolworths. So for that, I rely on the African shops. There are a few African shops in Sydney that sell stuff that are quite peculiar in Africa. So those places I go for my spices. Are there like specific suburbs we should we should yeah. travel oh, yeah. down to? Um, so um, Fairfield. Fairfield. Yeah. Nice. Oh no, oh, no, no, no. Maryland's. Uh, Maryland's yeah. Bankstown. Oh yeah. And then um, Guildford. Nice. Oh, fantastic. Maryland's Bankstown and Guildford. I know these places have uh, African shops. And then there's some African restaurants. And how did you find those out? Did you find those out through friends that told you? Or was it an yeah. online search? Yeah, online search will, 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 will create something. Or for you give you these things. But uh, also I found out through friends. Yeah. Right. I also found out through friends. So because of the networking events that the, the, the International Students Office, the Africa and Oceania Unit does, mm-hmm. um, I managed to meet a lot of other African students and then... I got to know a lot of stuff also from them where they get their stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I found that like for specific like places or if you need something really specific that's not sold, you know, you know, just in general random stores. Yeah. Um, it's always great to hear from someone where they got it from. Yeah. 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 They'll be like, oh, where'd you get it from? And yeah. then they'll tell you like a specific store. Yeah. yeah. They'll be like, that only that store carries yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> like, they only have that brand in that one store. Thank you so much, Curtis, for joining us today. And we want to let our listeners know that today's podcast ended a bit abruptly because it was part of an interview that we did with Curtis back in August. And it was just too good that we had to make a part two. And we want to say a special congratulations because Curtis has graduated. 
And he's probably on holiday or maybe back, back in Sydney. It was so interesting to hear about Curtis's experience, um, especially his UTS experience, which I realized even though we go to the same uni, um, we have such different experiences here. For example, Building 20. I had no idea about Building 20, but now I do. And his advice was so comforting, especially during this time of year, because we're wrapping up, semester's almost over, so it was really nice to have that refresher of work-life balance and prioritizing little extracurricular, not extracurricular, but like going to watch the movies. I think it's very comforting, so thank you. Yeah, it's a great reminder um, that as important and as much as you want to study and prepare for finals, we also need to find a balance and make sure that we're relaxing as well and prioritizing ourselves. So with that being said, I think I need to go <laughs> and prepare for my finals and do some work. Me too. <laughs> um, but I'll also balance it by watching a movie later. Yeah. Yeah. So we hope this episode was helpful and we want to assure you that you're not alone if you're feeling a bit stressed about finals. Um, but there's always ways to plan organized time so that it can be a little bit better. Yeah. And with that being said, enjoy studying. Good luck for anyone doing exams and assignments. And we'll see you in the next one. Love ya. Bye. Bye.